This week, Starbucks, the world's largest coffee chain, announced that it was going to start linking a portion of each executive's pay to hitting diversity targets. It's a major move. So is this management bowing to the demands of ESG investors? Or is something else going on? In this edition of Fintech Friday, commerce with a conscience. I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco on October 16th, and this is Fintech Friday, brought to you by Cardlinks. It's great to be with you. ESG. It's a short little acronym, but it stands for something really big in business investing. ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Corporate Governance. Investopedia defines ESG the following way. Environmental criteria consider how a company performs as a steward of nature. Social criteria examine how it manages relationships with employees, suppliers, customers, and the communities where it operates. And governance deals with the company's leadership, executive pay, and shareholder rights. Which leads us to Starbucks. You remember the company suffered a huge dent to its reputation a couple of years ago when two men were arrested in one of its stores simply for being there and not buying a cup of coffee. The two men were African-American. That is why this week's announcement by Starbucks shows a significant growth and change in mindset at the company. Instead of reacting, the company is now leading in ESG. But ESG has grown much beyond investing where it first gained its fame. Now, new companies are increasingly including explicit ESG goals as part of their core product part of their core consumer value proposition. So it's not just about delivering and maximizing shareholder profits. It's also about the way you deliver those profits. While this trend started with clothing companies like Patagonia, it's now arrived among fintech companies. Today, we speak with loyalty company Points for Purpose. It's a global startup focusing on harnessing people's values as part of their payments. In short, it's about commerce with a conscience. Our guest is Carl Preller, an executive with Points for Purpose. Good morning, Carl. How are you? Hi, Silvio. Thanks very much for having me. I'm speaking to you from San Francisco today, where it's a really beautiful, sunny day. We're actually in late in October, and it's going to be something like 80 degrees, which is unusual. But we're happy to see the sun because it's the smoke and forest fires have come under better control. Carl, where are you speaking to me from today? Silvio, so I'm based just outside of New York in Connecticut. So also a beautiful day here. Right. And Points for Purpose is a really unique company. As the name suggests, you have a purpose related to accumulating loyalty points. Can you tell me about that? And if I understand correctly, the company actually is global, but started in Australia. Is that right? Yes, I think that's a, that's a good description. I, I guess the description we had used for ourselves is we're, we're a global startup and the journey has already started. The original heartland of the idea for Points for Purpose was Australia. Our focus for the coming years is going to be the US markets and and markets like the UK. Essentially, we're a, a business focused on digital commerce, 
and social impact through through charitable donations. We have we have a very global team, and we would consider ourselves a global business. Now, 2020 has really been a year of social movements, all sorts of unexpected development, including demonstrations related to the global pandemic, demonstrations related to racial injustice and correcting that, even demonstrations related to global warming. And I mentioned the fact that we've been experiencing some of that with the forest fires here. How does Points for Purpose play into these movements? Is there a connection between what you're doing and some of these these social forces which have been really unleashed this year? Absolutely. At its heart, Points for Purposes, it's an innovative and, and very unique digital exchange platform. What it is, it allows customers to shop, earn, spend money, and, and generate a set of loyalty points that they're allowed to then donate to the charities of their choice. What we've got right now is a situation driven by COVID, which is bringing a whole lot of new economic pressures around the world and in the US specifically. There's a huge need and going to be an increased need for community and and charity and activism around multiple uh, social and, and environmental causes. Points for Purpose is essentially a platform that allows customers who are socially impact focused and who wish to do more for their communities and for different causes that they care about to shop, earn, spend, and donate charitable donations towards these charities. So essentially, we believe that a lot of these causes are going to be moving a lot more local over the next couple of years as the economic uh, realities are, are being wrestled with by the country. But we absolutely can see that this interest and activism across the customers of the U.S. is, is here to stay. We've got you know tens of millions of millennials and Gen Z customers coming through every sector. This is the most activist group of customers in the U.S. history. And we expect that the interest and desire to do more and be involved in social impact is going to be even bigger from the vast majority of people in the U.S. going forward. Fascinating and really interesting to see how you're developing the technology. Now, people think about ESG, environmental, social, and corporate governance, and it's a big trend from an investment perspective. You see many money managers launching ESG funds. If you think about it from a consumer perspective and and spending, of the three, environmental, social, or corporate governance, which do you think is the one that really consumers care most about right now and and maybe over the next three years? For the first part of the question, I think absolutely. When we're out speaking to the venture capital industry these days, different types of investors, almost every investor is looking for a social impact lens onto everything they're doing. That's wonderful news for the industry and long may that continue. Gives us a bit of hope for everything that's being launched and this flurry of new businesses that are going to be coming in in the post-COVID economic environment. To the question of what's going to be most important for consumers and customers in this new purpose-driven world, I would say there's a reality around the economic environment that's going to move a lot of the cause and community activism to quite a local base, supporting schools and local communities. And a lot of the charity might move a lot closer to home over the next couple of years. The other part is, of course, big themes like environmental activism and sustainability and social justice have obviously been pushed right to the forefront and will continue to be as well. I would expect over the coming years that there is going to be a continued balance across 
multiple different kinds of causes and charities that people care about. The most important pillar to a platform like Points for Purpose, that is, it's going to allow customers to make their own choices around where they want to spend their money and donate. So we're not being presumptive about making those choices for customers. The platform allows customers to make their own choices about where they want to push their donations and support. Great forecast there. And I guess welcome to a new commerce world that is purpose driven rather than just money driven. You know, I've always believed that commerce and payments have always been a force for peace and good in our world as people trade across nations. They can't help to become more familiar with one another, and it actually ends up driving more peace than conflict. It's one of the reasons why, for example, the U.S. you know, is unlikely to ever go to war against Germany or Japan, their former enemies from World War II, because they trade with each other so much. And certainly that's the case also with China. It's managed to keep a lid on the, the tensions. Now, when we think about individual consumers, it sounds like we're entering a new phase now where consumers want to actually make sure that their credit card transactions, their spending is directly linked to making the world a better place. Can you explain to me kind of the consumer experience in Points for Purpose? How do people actually use your services? How do they direct their spending so that it actually makes the world a better place? What's the consumer experience like? What we would say is that today, consumers expect brands and merchants and businesses and organizations they deal with to stand for something and have a purpose and do good in the world. The desire for that has moved from just a desire to a demand. The brands, retailers, merchants, and organizations that are unable to articulate what they stand for are going to struggle to engage with their own customers. It's really, really critical to, to stand for something. A lot of what you're getting to around this sort of commerce with purpose space does come back to, you know, how we look at loyalty. We've got a very, very established loyalty market in the U.S. It's close to $50 billion of value is, is given back to customers in terms of points and rewards. It's also an industry that works really well for the brands and industries that do it well. If you look at the airline industry, the hotel industry to a lesser degree, and certain other sectors, you know, these are industries that have had very, very effective engagement programs with customers. We believe deeply that engaging with customers around causes and community is undoubtedly going to be one of the very best ways ways to drive connectivity with customers. If you're showing your customers that you care or allow them to care for their own charities and the causes that they care about, there is no finer way to become sticky with customers and, and build a long-term relationship. And most importantly, part of the big reason why we launched Points for Purpose is the ability to drive massive levels of donations and social impact at scale is right at the heart of what we're trying to do. Makes a lot of sense and is very ambitious, but very timely. Carl, thank you for sharing your insights. And it was a real pleasure to have you on the show. I look forward to having you back at some point in the future. Thank you very much for having me, Sylvia. It's been great. All the best, Carl. Thank you. Coming right up, some closing thoughts on commerce with a conscience. If there is nothing or one thing that 2020 has taught me, it's this. Life is pretty short. All of my usual routines have been upended, the commute to work, dropping my kids off at school, meeting for dinner out with friends, and the simple joy of a successful business trip. But it's also reminded me that life is too short not to make an impact and leave the world a slightly better place than what I found it. 
Our audience for this show is mostly business people, and sometimes we all feel that the only value we add is to the bottom line, increasing profitability for shareholders. But actually, that is not true. Each of us, whether a CEO, a senior executive, a middle manager, a junior manager, each one of us has the ability to make the world a slightly better place by delivering profits with a purpose. It may be by delivering a new product that reduces carbon footprint more than another idea, or or simply hiring somebody for the job that does not look like every other person that held the job before them. There are as many ways to do this as there are creative minds in business. And maybe, just maybe, the sum total of all of those little acts of good will actually make the world a much, much better place. Now, that's commerce with a conscience. For FinTech Friday from the Cardlinks Association, take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares signing off.